Welcome to Unmasking Greatness. This podcast is about unmasking your greatest potential and living a purpose-driven life. If you got value from this episode, you already know. Like, share, and subscribe. What's up, guys? Welcome to Unmasking Greatness. This is our Friday fire. Every Friday, we coming at you real short, but trying to hit you with that gut punch, making sure that you think a little bit throughout the weekend. Mm -hmm. So today, I want to touch on boundaries. Mm. What is the first thing that comes to mind when you think boundaries? You're probably thinking restrictive. I can't go outside of this place. I can't do that. I can't do this. You're thinking of all the things that you can't do. But is that a bad thing? Think of this. Think of if you have a dog, you put a fence in your backyard. What is that fence there to do? What is its purpose? It's a boundary, right? One, it's going to keep your dog safe from running into the street, getting hit by a car. Mm-hmm. It's going to go, you can let your dog out there to run around. It can be happy. It can be healthy, right? It is a boundary, but the quality of life for that dog is going to be significantly higher. And I think that's where people need to think of setting boundaries is equivalent to self-love. Mm. Self-love in a sense of why do we not do drugs? That's a boundary. You're slowly killing yourself away. You know, why are we not supposed to eat, you know, processed foods, you know, fried foods? That's also a boundary, but it's also to keep you healthy. Why do we exercise? You know, there's things that we start to, you know, set for ourselves, but it's all a perspective shift. You know, I don't think it needs to be looked as a negative of all the things you can't do. It's all the positives that you're going to get out of it from having those boundaries set in place. So that's something to kind of think about as far as like setting boundaries for yourself. Because even for myself, there's boundaries that I set because I want to keep myself healthy. Mm-hmm. I want to keep my family safe, happy, my business. There's boundaries for that. I can't just be going out, just blowing all kinds of money and then throw myself in a hole. That's a boundary. Mm-hmm. There are reasons that we have boundaries in our lives. And I think you need to utilize that in your benefit. I think boundaries is a blueprint. Mm-hmm. And if we think of the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments almost falls into the umbrella of restriction. But what the? You mean to tell me these are all the things I can't do? <laughs> Those things are fun. I want to do that. I want to yeah. live life. But I believe the Ten Commandments is a blueprint put in front of you, meaning that if you follow these ten steps, this is the recipe for safety, security, guidance, freedom, health, and happiness. But it really goes back to your perspective. Boundaries are no different. Boundaries are not there to make your life less exciting, less meaningful, restrictive. Boundaries are there to allow you to achieve fulfillment, happiness, security, freedom. But most importantly, how do you expect anyone to take you seriously, to understand you, to value all every little attribute you want to say? It really goes back to you have to set the blueprint in front. Think about a child. No different than a dog. Dog's a perfect illustration. There's a fence in the backyard. A baby. What do you do? When you have a child and a toddler starts to walk, you get baby gates to restrict them. Oh, I need to put the baby gate if I'm upstairs because I don't want the kid to fall on the stairs. Yeah. There again, that's not restricting their ability to roam the house. It's making sure they're safe. And I think a really big boundary that some of you guys need to look at is your relationships. Mm. And I think you, the reason why you are treated maybe like shit walked all over, you're attracting toxic native people in your life is because you have no self-love. 
Because you need to actually put your foot down and stand true to your word, but you don't. And when you have no boundary for yourself, people have no boundaries for how they're going to treat you and manipulate you. But when you set boundaries in place to where this is what I do tolerate and this is an absolute of what I don't tolerate, then you can weed out those people. But most people don't have those guidelines and barriers for their relationship, their life, their actions. So when people come at them, it's just the pure game of manipulation. Yeah. And every blueprint is different for people, right? Because you you really should be utilizing like your experience and then also watching others, right? Kind of going back to the baby thing, right? The baby probably thinks it's hilarious and fun to climb the stairs Mm -hmm. and then like roll down it, right? But we know as parents... That's definitely not a safe gig, yep. right? Baby doesn't know that. But same thing going into the relationship aspect. What have you experienced? Or maybe it's maybe it's even your own parents. Maybe you, you've watched a toxic relationship in front of you all your life. Are you going to accept that? Are you going to set those boundaries and say, I'm not going to let somebody talk to me like that. I'm not going to let someone treat me like that. Because inevitably, this is going to affect the quality and the happiness of your life. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to go through those phases too, but also recognize them because I've been in really toxic relationships too. And one of the biggest things I told myself was when I started to, you know, date other women, I was like, I will not accept this or I will not accept that. Like that's a, a, a non-negotiable zero tolerance. If I see this, I can see what's going to unfold, yeah. right? It's got to have mutual respect for each other. And everybody's relationship is different. I'm not telling you how to have a good relationship or not. But the point is, are you happy to be around that person? Yeah. My perspective with relationships is whoever you're with should be your best friend. Yeah. I remember being in a relationship to where I didn't want to go on vacation with this person. I didn't want to do anything with this person because she didn't respect my feelings as far as like, you know, we were younger too, but she would want to always go out to the club. I didn't really want to go to the club. And she's like, okay, well, I'm gonna go anyways. Yeah. You know? And it really like, it bothered me like a ton when I was younger. And, you know, as I started to date other people, when someone would say, well, if you don't want to go, I'll, I'll stay with you. That meant the world to me, More you know? Respect. Yeah. Cause I was like, wow, like, really? Are you sure? Like I had to second guess, like, yeah. what did you just say? You know? But again, you know, that's a simple thing, but there's certain things that you should be aware of. And again, set those boundaries because again, the quality of life and in don't, don't do it for also like just sexual purposes, right? I think a lot of people, I mean, sure. The, the visual aspect is the first initial response. Like, oh, that person is pretty, but then you get into their personality, how they are in their, in their, you know, personal life where it starts to grow, but we all are going to get old. Mm -hmm. We're all going to get wrinkly skin. We're all not going to have abs when we're older, but what's going to hold that bond? You know, I think it's that, that real friendship of like, you're my best friend. I want to do everything. The deep connection. Mm -hmm. And another thing that you guys need to think about is the boundaries you start to set place in your life can cause you pain. It may cause temporary suffering, but it's necessary. The last time I saw my mom before she killed herself, I didn't let her inside of my house. Hmm. I had to set a boundary. Because what happened was, is there was this vicious cycle of enabling her to where I would not hear from my mom for months on end and I would get a phone call. Hey, I'm at a hotel. I'm getting kicked out. I'm getting evicted. You need to come pick me up. (sighs) Well, where are you at, mom? Okay. I'd pick her up, bring her back to my house. I'd feed her this and that, and then she'd be gone. Or I would give her money, give her money to where she constantly had someone to bail her out. Mm -hmm. And towards the tail end of life. In the last few times I saw her, it was just me saving her. And there again, let me remind you, I was in the process of 
taking national boards. I was in chiropractic school. I'm taking a $1,000 test, trying to get a license. There was a lot of stress, and I was busy. To where I couldn't handle this chaos of my mom being on meth, being in my house, saying that she's seeing things, she's hearing things. I'm molesting people. You know, she was walking up and down Highway 9 telling people I was on cocaine. Like, I couldn't do that. I couldn't jeopardize my reputation on stuff because of her chaos. Yeah. So the last time my mom was dropped off of my doorstep, I told her, I was like, you're not allowed to come in anymore. Like, you burnt that bridge. I love you, but I can't keep enabling you. She sat in the backyard on the, the, the heat and air unit for about an hour and a half, and then she was gone. Then the last time, then the very next instance where someone knocked on my door related to my mom, it was the coroner's office. Shit. Saying they found her dead in Duncan Park. That sucked. That's the last memory I have of my mom is that I, I didn't let her inside of my house. You know? Yeah. yeah. Which it wasn't fun, but at some point you have to put your foot down. Yeah. Because sometimes trying to help people and putting and sticking your neck out there, you're the one getting your neck chopped off. And I see a lot of people doing that as you're trying, you're trying, you're trying, you're sticking your neck out there trying to help someone, but they don't want to help themselves. And at the end of it, it's causing you more pain. But I had to do that. That was a boundary I had to set in place. And has it caused me pain? Yeah. Because it made me think, well, did I, did I fuck up? Should I have let my mom in? Could that have changed anything? But where I was at in life, I couldn't keep going down the same route. Because insanity is doing the same thing over and over. And that's what we were doing. And that was her choice. And that might be something you have to face in your life. With a family member, with your mother, you may have to put a foot down and walk away. And it may cause you pain. But you have to do it for your own sanity. You have to protect yourself for your peace. Because there was literally so much rage inside of me. Because the mother that raised me that I loved so much, I saw her turn into a monster. To where I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. You know, I didn't want to be seen with her. And I was just looking to where there was so much love because that was my mother, the woman that gave birth to me. But yet there was almost, there was at the same time, there was so much hate towards her. I never hated my mom. But I was almost like, how can you do this? Who are you? I don't even know who I'm talking to. To where when I would get around her, my skin would crawl. Because that was my mom and I loved her. But there was this like wave of anger and frustration to where I would shut down. And I think that's one of my negative patterns now, especially when I get in situations with maybe women or just in life, I shut down. And that's what happened with my mom. But these are my experiences with boundaries. Boundaries are hard. But one of the hardest boundaries I had to set in place was with my mother. Yeah. And maybe you're going to have to do that. And it might not be easy. But the thing is, is you have to protect your own peace. Damn. Yeah. Dude, that's super deep, man. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, man. You know, that's, you know, sometimes it takes things like that to be able to put those hard boundaries, you know, because now, you know, something like that is so significant. If something else comes up that's similar, it's going to be a breeze. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, you can, you can always play the like, what if game, you know what I mean? And that's, you know, that's where anxiety and depression comes from. It's just creating like stories that haven't, you know, played out in reality, but you being able to do that. I can probably almost guarantee, and you can too, that things would be a lot different if you would have made different decisions back then. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's that's an important cue for other people to understand. I mean, maybe it's not as you know deep as yours, but you know, I have this thing where I think you can only love someone for so long, right? I mean, and I'm speaking like you know your family because it's your blood. You know, someone that you've created. Even my son, you know, I love him and I'd do anything for him. But you know. 
sometimes, you know, like what if, you know, just for example, like if my son was like, you know, constantly like on drugs, constantly like, you know, gangs or like doing anything that's super dangerous. And he keeps coming back to me for like a safe house, you know, at first it's like, okay, like, let me try to help him. But the repetition of the vicious cycle, like you said, is kind of like, how much can you take before, you know, he or she tears you down? Mm -hmm. Because now if you're not good for yourself, you, you can't help anybody. I mean, imagine if, if you weren't in the position where you are now, if you didn't get that degree, if you didn't, you know, get through those tough times, how would you be able to do this? How would you be able to voice how you made it through those hard times? How can you help others? You know, I think there's a purpose. I mean, it sucks, but there is something that you can take from that to hopefully help other people. Mm -hmm. And I think you do a really good job at that, man. I mean, that's, that's wild. Yeah. That's, but, that's really wild. And I think when it comes to ethics and morals, your faith, those things are anchored. Meaning the things that you've been instilled in as a man or woman, the things that you tell your children, you know, their manners, how they respect their elders, how they carry themselves, you know, those things are anchored in you. But boundaries need to be right up there with it. You know, your faith, your ethics, your morals and boundaries. It needs to be non-negotiables. And it's really hard, but a lot of the the pain that you may be feeling may be self-inflicted. Mm. A lot of the relationship problems a lot of the constant struggles potentially could be erased rather quickly if you actually just say, I'm done. I refuse to tolerate this. This is making my life chaotic. And this may be hard to walk away, but it's something I have to do because you can do it. Yeah. Just got to dig deep, you know, and take that step. Because imagine, I mean, again, just playing those stories in your head. Yeah. And I mean, this is, this is the thing, you know, with a lot of people that constantly make the same decision over and over and over and nothing changes. Mm -hmm. Why do you think something's going to change? Why would you even think anything would change if you continue to make the same decisions? It's not. You have to. And big thing as a man, I want respect. You know, you don't have to like me, but I want people to respect me. I want people to, to respect my work ethic, my integrity, my word who I am, how I carry myself. And how do you expect people to respect you if you don't respect yourself? Mm. And I think self-respect is buried in the boundaries that you set. Absolutely. I like that. That's a, that's a really good perspective. So, you know, think about this. And, you know, we don't rehearse this. This is just kind of our experiences. Mm. And, you know, and as this podcast progresses, outside of topics and nuggets to make you think, I want us to share our experiences. And this... I didn't even know we were going to really going to talk about this. This is Chris's topic. Yeah. But that boundary, as we were talking, I'm like, that's exactly what I had to do with my mother. Yeah. And maybe you resonate with that. Maybe this got you emotional. Maybe the situation with my mom is something you have with one of your family members. If that's the case, reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you. Or maybe you need to face that head on. But self-love and self-respect is something that is a must that you should have, and it starts with your boundaries. That's right. So respect yourself. Set the boundaries. Have a different perspective shift on it. Yep. Do some thinking and have a great weekend, guys. All right.